You're listening to the Future Sense podcast. You can find us online at futuresense.it. Welcome to episode 133, which is the relaunch of Future Sense after a break in broadcasting since early July this year, 2020. I'm your host, Steve McDonald, and this is the beginning of a new series of the show, series three, in a slightly different format. And in this introductory episode, I'm going to give you a brief update on how I see the COVID-19 impact worldwide and talk about where Future Sense is at and how we got here from our beginnings. I'd like to thank a few people that have been involved to date, and I'm going to summarize what the show is about for new listeners and also tell you a bit about what I've been up to recently and about our change agency that produces Future Sense for a bit of background context as we begin uh, this new series of the show. Firstly, on COVID-19 and the big picture, we are in the midst of a global revolution that's taking us beyond the scientific industrial era, which is layer five in Claire Graves' model, and it's taking us into a new global paradigm. And I think this is slowly sinking in right now worldwide. People are starting to realize that we're probably not going back to normal as we know it, and we need to define some kind of new normal. The COVID-19 pandemic has definitely accelerated the change process, and it's done that in many ways. It has increased our desire for community by isolating us, and it's also highlighted government shortcomings by making us more reliable on the government during this time. And both of those are are what I call slingshot manoeuvres, where we get taken in the opposite direction in order to increase our motivation to go the other way. It's been shutting down many of our industries, and many organisations have failed, their businesses have failed as a result of the shutdown already, and certainly some industries may not even survive the shutdown. And in the process, interestingly, it's cleaning up our atmosphere. It has triggered a global economic crisis, which was widely predicted for this year, and it came exactly on time, according to the predictions of Armstrong Economics. Uh, whom we quote from time to time, and uh, they have been predicting an economic crunch this year, actually for quite some years. It's providing us all personal time to contemplate life's big questions and to think about what needs to change, which is absolutely necessary to shift our values into the next paradigm, which is characterized by very humanistic perspectives, a network-centric value system, And I'm talking here about the sixth layer of the Claire Graves model. And it's provided us the necessary evolutionary tensions to trigger personal healing processes and also to motivate action for evolutionary change on a larger scale. Even the backward steps that you might be seeing at the moment are actually helping the change process due to the slingshot effect And I'll give you an example. This morning, I saw a photograph on Twitter of some riot police in Melbourne here in Australia who seemed overdressed for the occasion. They were looking like stormtroopers from Star Wars. And these sorts of things really do make us stop and think, is this appropriate? Do we need this in our society at this time? The process of transformational change can be a very painful process in an emotional sense. And so for most of us, It hasn't really been much fun during the last few months, but a lot has happened much faster than I have expected, which I think is actually a blessing in disguise. Nature is certainly on our side, and I believe whatever happens at this time is nudging us in the direction of evolution. 
simply because the whole process has reached a tipping point. It has too much momentum and there's no going back. My best estimate of how long it might be until we return to global stability is around about 15 to 20 years and that may surprise some people. We are in this for the long haul and it pays to keep that in mind. There'll certainly be more disruptions and they may well be far worse than COVID-19. So I think the key is to adapt ourselves to the rapid change process and always remember that our destination is a more peaceful and a more stable world. Here at Future Sense, we are definitely in it for the long haul and I want to thank everybody who's been involved with the show so far. We started back in late 2017 as a weekly radio show broadcast on the Bay FM community radio station here in Byron Bay, Australia, with Nick Jeans as our host and me as resident futurist. And then about a year later, we began podcasting the show as well. And both the radio show and the podcast continued through until early this year when live broadcasting was disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic. At that point, we transitioned to a pure podcast and then Nick and I took a break from broadcasting in early July this year. I would like to acknowledge Nick's long contribution to the show. He is a a veteran radio broadcaster and currently the president of Bay FM, and his involvement was critical to the creation of Future Sense. Nick and I dreamed the show up together, for which I'm very grateful. He's no longer with us now, and I know that many regular listeners will be sad to hear that he's no longer on the podcast. Uh, Nick is still hosting his own weekly radio show on Bay FM on Friday mornings from 9 till 11 a.m. Byron Bay time, which is the same as Sydney time. And his show is called North Coast Positive. And if you'd like to continue to listen to Nick, you can tune into his show uh, at that time or or any time after the broadcast online at bayfm.org. I am very fortunate to have a wonderful team behind me who contribute to making this podcast, and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank them all briefly, including Dr. Dina Sharrick, PhD anthropologist, who is our local in-house researcher and also our podcast editor and publisher. Thank you, Dina. Our sound engineer based in Melbourne, Conrad Hendricks. Thank you, Conrad. Ross Hill, who has been a wonderful uh, long-time supporter of the show and played a critical role in helping us transition to podcasting. And Ross is also a regular contributor of content as well and show development advice. And of course, he's also been an occasional guest on the show. Thank you, Ross. Another occasional guest I'd like to thank is Dr. Stephen Booth from Melbourne, a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and a long-term friend of mine who is pioneering the use of esoteric acupuncture to activate light body geometry associated with the transition into second tier consciousness. And that is a most amazing body of work, just as it sounds, and we'll be exploring that further in future episodes. Thank you for your support, Steve. A regular international guest is our good friend and film director, Milt Schultz from Austin, Texas, and I'll be talking later about a documentary project that Mitch and I have just started working on recently. Beyond our immediate team is a wonderful network of futurists and technical analysts around the world whose work we follow draw upon and sometimes also contribute to. Finally, thank you to Lithuanian music artist Stella Drone, who very generously releases all of his music for free, and we're currently using one of his tracks called Light Years for our intro and outro music. You can download his music at stellardrone.bandcamp.com. Now, because this is a relaunch of the show, I want to talk for a moment about what we do. This show is essentially about making sense of human behavior and the world around us and pointing out where we're headed. 
What makes FutureSense different is our application of a research-based model that spans both developmental psychology and evolutionary psychology, plus a little bit more. And that means it looks at how humans change over the course of one lifetime, as well as how humans have changed during the evolution of our species. Ours is certainly not a mainstream perspective. And I would compare it to quantum mechanics, which has also been around for about a century or so, just as developmental psychology has. But it's really not mainstream thinking yet. And most practitioners don't take it into account when they're doing their business. And the research that we often refer to during our show is the work of American psychologist Dr. Claire W. Graves. And I've also enhanced his body of knowledge using other sources, including some of my own work. I began studying Graves' model back in 2003 and began teaching it in around 2008. And if you're a new listener or not that familiar with Graves' model, you might like to check out some resources to learn a little bit more about the model. You could go back to episode one of Future Sense, which gives an introduction to Graves' work. You could also visit my personal blog at emanate.net, that's E-M-A-N figure eight.net, where you'll find an introductory video talk that I gave in Switzerland in 2018. You could check out the book, The Change Code by Monica Bourgeau, which I had the pleasure of contributing to and writing the forward for last year. It provides a great introduction and is quite a recent book having been published last year. You could go to thechangecode.net to check that out. And for a deeper dive, you could also read the book Spiral Dynamics, Mastering Values, Leadership and Change, which was written by uh, Don Beck and Christopher Cowan, who both worked with Claire Graves when he was still alive, and they published that book back in 1996. Through his work, Claire Graves gave us a map to the future, and that map shows a pathway that we grow along and changes that we experience, resulting from our interaction with life conditions along the way. He described it as a spiraling, double helix-shaped path, like a DNA strand. And the path applies not just to our individual journey through life, but also to the evolutionary path of our entire species. Along the path are milestones, each with its own unique set of values and behaviours that are added to our own repertoire. These value systems alternate between individual and communal themes. And that's one of a number of patterns on this map that give it some predictive value. And it's not a one-way path either. We can go forwards and backwards along the spiral, representing both evolution and devolution. Up until now, humanity has evolved through five value systems. And these represent the successive eras of hunter-gatherer values, tribal-based values, egocentric martial values, authoritarian agricultural era values, and the enterprising values of the scientific industrial era, which is now drawing to a close. And all of these value systems are still present in the world today in some way. Graves's research also indicated at least three new value systems which are still in the process of emerging, and these are of great interest to us at this time as we leave the fifth value system behind. The next value system, the sixth, what he called relativistic values, is represented by a very humanitarian perspective where everything is assessed according to the human experience associated with it. 
and it's a very egalitarian mindset and also very network centric and at this time in history very reliant on our technical networks and this is the value set which we are moving to right now beyond the sixth is what Claire Graves called a momentous leap where something extraordinary occurs and the movement from the sixth to the seventh value set brings the largest increase in coping capacity that humanity has ever experienced. And you might ask, how could he have known this? And the answer is that in his research, he studied 1,065 people over a period of nine years. And during that time, some of those people were ahead of the game. So if you imagine that humanity moves through the evolutionary process like a conga line, in other words, they dance where everybody joins a line and, and follows one after the other. And some people are entering into these new value systems earlier than the mainstream. And some people, of course, are coming along at the tail end as well. And their place in that conga line is really determined by the complexity of life conditions where they live. And if you think about the tremendous compounding challenges that we face at a planetary level right now, then this seventh value system is of tremendous importance to us because it really promises to bring with it the solutions to our most serious problems at a global level. The eighth value system we don't know much about, except that it, it's likely to be a global version of tribal living, and it will likely help to re-establish stability to life on Earth after this period of rapid change that we're just beginning to go through right now, in the same way that the early tribes at the second value system provided stability to the hunter-gatherer lifestyle. So in summary, this predictive map that Graves has left us is an extraordinary piece of work, and it's really one of the most important tools that we use here on Future Sense. Now, with our new format, I'm aiming to keep the episode shorter. And before I close, I'd like to share some of my story with you and also tell you about the organization that sits behind the show. My life's work has exposed me to a lot of change, including 15 years in the Australian Army, where I served some time in southern Somalia, Africa, and witnessed the collapse of a society there and life without a functioning government and without the fundamental services that we often take for granted. And that was a very valuable experience and a life-changing experience for me. And after leaving the army, I worked as a rescue helicopter pilot for some years, attending emergencies, which gave me further experience in managing extreme change, uh, often sudden or in, and traumatic in that work. And I went on to work as a management consultant, and eventually I specialized as a change management consultant which is when I came across the work of Claire W. Graves. I've also worked in the world of psychedelics and medical research, and I continue to. And this has taught me a lot about the psychology of individual change and also multidimensional awareness and the value of altered states of consciousness. Right now, I am the founder and one of three directors of the Australian nonprofit RD Mesh Foundation, a registered charity. And the other two directors are Mitch Schultz, who will be known to our regular listeners, and Julia Ostara, who is an experienced nonprofit board member, and she has a wealth of worth experience 
in the health and wellness sectors, including years of work as a medical intuitive. Our foundation operates a change agency named the Agency for Advanced Development of Integrative Intelligence, or RD for short. By integrative intelligence, we mean the early second tier layer seven consciousness documented by Claire Graves. And that's really necessary to carry humanity through the compounding global challenges that we're facing now and over the next few decades. So our charter is to support humanity through the transformational changes ahead by firstly empowering leaders, visionaries, healers and change makers who are also working to support this change by equipping them with advanced knowledge and skills. And secondly, by improving human coping capacity through leveraged direct action. In other words, focusing on areas where a little applied knowledge can go a long way. This includes things like specific change projects and supporting new and more capable technologies and social systems and ways of living. Our current projects, as well as Future Sense, uh, include a documentary video series on the global consciousness shift, which we've just started production on this year. This is being led by Mitch Schultz, who is also a director of the foundation, as I mentioned. And another project is an indigenous plant medicine project, which involves the regeneration of indigenous knowledge here in Australia. And this project came about quite recently through my own family ties to the Gurung Gurung Nation in central Queensland. And uh, we've only just launched it this month, in fact. And given that second tier consciousness is very much about reconnecting with the earth and the re-emergence of these indigenous perspectives, I see this as a very timely and exciting project and potentially with very significant learning that can inform our future work. Artie's future plans include the establishment of a Changemakers Network for knowledge sharing and collaboration and the establishment of an academy-like facility as a physical centre of learning and a place where new ways of living and being can be trialled, modelled and blueprinted. At present, of course, we're just a small organisation comprising the Future Sense team and our video production team and, of course, our management team. We are in the process of upgrading our websites. That's rd.org, A-A-D-I-I-G, and futuresense.it. And soon we'll have more opportunities available for you to connect with us and to support our work. I'll keep you posted on those things as they progress. In closing now, at the moment I know life is very difficult for many, many people around the world due to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. And it's very easy to get lost down the rabbit hole of finger pointing and confusion. As I see it, there are two significant energy streams before us at the moment. One is an energy of fragmentation and collapse associated with the old paradigm. This collapse, I believe, is inevitable. So trying to repair the old paradigm's broken systems is really not a sustainable solution. Focusing on what's broken just breeds fear, and fear is actually an obstacle to our progress right now. The second energy is a fearless energy of emergence, of the birth of a new era. The new solutions it brings will make our old broken systems obsolete. This new energy stream, I believe, is most deserving of your attention. And remember that your energy follows your attention. So choose wisely where you're putting your energy at the moment. And let's get on with building a compassionate, peaceful and regenerative future. 
Thank you very much for listening. It's great to be back on air. I'll be back with more Future Sense soon. Take care. You've been listening to the Future Sense podcast, brought to you by the Nonprofit Agency for Advanced Development of Integrative Intelligence, part of the RD Mesh Foundation. You can find us online at futuresense.it, where you can subscribe for free, and also link to our social media accounts on Twitter and Facebook.